Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm your host, Daddy McDook. I'm joined as always by Dr. Hoji, the electric smoke. Indefatigable. And John Cougar Mellencamp Sheeran. Oh, you didn't even have to add much to his name. You already had the John. Nice, nicely done. Thank you. And we are back to talk about the Bengals offseason. Obviously, we have to talk about Jesse Bates. And, oh, yeah. And, and his situation. Yes. And we have to talk about the combine, the NFL combine, and free agency is around the corner. Right. But first of all, how is everybody? Well, thank you for asking, Daddy. How, how unusual for you to care? Well, I don't know if you noticed, but something. we have yeah. HR present again. Right. I and knew this, this had something actually, to do with it. Yes, and this is my community service. It is a way of lessening kind of the the sanctions on me from the show. It's also just public decency, you know, the bare minimum, as you could say. Yes, and I don't know if the HR representative here, whose name I obviously know, it's mm-hmm. Brittany Jackson, if she knows... Bridget. Yes, that today is... International Women's Day. I don't know if you knew that. That's my very favorite day of the year. I I was aware, Daddy. I'm actually How really you know? impressed that that you I, I celebrate every year, and yes, I, okay. I'm fairly certain the the email corporate sent out reminded you. But I'm curious, well, Daddy. Oh, who's yeah. who's a a woman who inspires you? Yeah. Who, ins- who are some who heroes? Ins- yeah, who are some heroes for you? Well, yeah. first of all. I, I don't appreciate you man explaining to me that, that the emails went out. That means you explain to a man, and I don't appreciate that, first of no, all. No, that's when a man explains to a all woman the days. something that she already second, knows. Second of all, I like all the women. I don't distinguish between them. They're all great. I can't name one because I can name a billion. So that, that, I can't even get into that. But I'll tell you one woman we'll who I really appreciate. We'll have to talk about that later, but... Proceed. And that's Courtney, our producer. Yeah. And nice I appreciate hero. her. Yes, and I show her appreciation by promoting her show. Her channel, TV. it's a media empire. And they have all the latest shows, all the, the break, headlining, breaking news stuff. And so I don't know if you've heard, but the latest show is hosted by Nikki Haley. And it's called Wake Up, Little Joey. I don't know if you've heard about this, but it is about... Sounds not it is, She's warning the president, Mr. Joe Biden, about the threats of Russia and China. And 
she mentioned recently, she went on the news circuit, she mentioned that the uh, Chinese will, will take over Taiwan and all these microchips that you find in your car or in your phone, so the, the, the chips, the crumbs, I guess, of the chips, those will no, be at the no, shortage. No, no. She's, there's a lot of a stuff that she wants to warn us about. No, these so chips are not like those chips. That, the chips that, that are in Taiwan are, are computer chips. They don't have crumbs. Well, maybe he has right. been eating them as well. That's kind of right. concerning. Yeah. But so there's that. And then also, look, if you want a direct line to me and Hoji and John, and look, it's off, off the air. It is, we can have, unlike here, we can have freedom of expression. There's no HR. You can say what you want. All the locker room chatter, all that stuff. You go to winnow.app slash DH sports. And we will give you updates on the news. There you go. Don't use that number. No. But yeah, we go and we give you updates on, the, on all the stuff and give you our opinions and share recipes. It's fantastic. It's only $3 a month. Yeah. We have two, actually, subscribers. And wow. so that is great. All right. Let us get to the news. All right. Jesse, the franchise baits. Now. Uh, Daddy, by the way, before we proceed. Yes. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Do you see that, Bridget? You see that? That's super kind of you. And I'm doing great. So thank you. Thanks for asking. Look at that. Not thank bad. you for asking, Daddy. John is doing good. This is fantastic. I, yeah. I'm so good at this. Look. Yeah. John, here's my question. They franchise tagged him, which means he is their franchise player, Mr. Jesse Bates. It's a great description. Right. Very, very team oriented. And they don't want to give him a long term contract. Now, John, you and I know that it is about the guaranteed money. But what I still don't understand is, is it fear that they're going to have to play? You know, like if you take a Jesse Bates, 25 years old, superstar, I don't look, I don't want to argue with anybody. Anybody who thinks he doesn't deserve to get paid like a top safety is, is, is insane. Yeah. This man, 2020 was the, the reason we're in the Super league. Bowl. He yeah. was the reason, look, 2020 best safety in the league. 2021, he was distracted. Why? Because he didn't have a deal, which he deserved. No. Yeah. In the playoffs, though, he forgot about all that. And John, he had the play that sent us to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Yes. He broke up a pass that Von Bell intercepted. He had the interception that put us on the right track against the Titans the week before. Okay, that first play of the game interception, that is what allowed us to put the pressure on Tannehill and take away the running game, right? And that's why we won that defensive battle. And against the Rams in the Super Bowl, he had that huge deep interception and was outstanding. And get this, the one game where he didn't have an interception or, you know, basically tip the ball to an interception was against the Raiders and he had three passes defended in that game. I mean, this guy was really, yeah. he, was, he was the defense. I mean, he was, he's, he was he, the, he's, he's the yeah. biggest, def- yeah. And, he's and the a crouching level, tiger, hidden he's dragon, got he's attitude. got everything, yeah. He's got yeah, a great he's, attitude, he's young, players love him. There's, there's, no, there's no discussion here, right? I mean, you just and yet, told, John, you told me everything that I knew. You told me everything that the Bengals knew, and yet you still led this discussion, saying that they don't want to give him a long-term deal. And I don't think that's even remotely true. No, Gar- no, no, no. They haven't. Preach it, John. 
Preacher, because so what's going on, John? Explain to us. John, explain John. to us what the delays. Explain, John. John, come on, tell us. John. They, they don't do this, right? They don't give these guys deals that Jesse Bates wants. And not only Jesse Bates, but Jesse Bates' representation. Like, he's got one of the most powerful agents in the game right now. This, his agent represents Jalen Ramsey. You think Jalen Ramsey took anything less than what he wanted from the Los Angeles Rams when he was traded from there? Jesse Bates knows what other safeties are making. His agent knows what other safeties are making. And if Jesse Bates wants a contract that puts him up with the top safeties in the league, it's not a contract I think the Bengals were prepared to give. But that doesn't mean that they don't want to have him signed. I think that their side of things is saying, hey, we've drafted you. We've developed you. You have a home here. You're close to where you grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You have a spot, a leadership role in this defense. And you know that you succeed here. Take this deal knowing that you will see basically every single penny of however many millions are in that deal. And don't worry about playing for on another contract year in the chance that you can get an even bigger deal down the road. But Bates knows his worth. He knows that he's one of the best safeties in the league. He knows he should have made All-Pro and Pro Bowl in 2020. He knows that he was arguably the defensive MVP in, in just uh, two months ago. The Bengals know this too. But I don't think that Jesse Bates is still that player to make them change how they structure contracts and how they want to distribute guaranteed money because it's only in the signing bonus. And that Jesse Bates rightfully wants more than that. And that's why we have the stalemate that will last until July 15th. And maybe that is when the deal comes. Maybe Bates will just say, you know what, I'll take the Bengals deal. Maybe they make some minor adjustments to it. But I don't think that Bates is going to be the guy that makes them budge in this sense. And is it yeah. good, John, that they do things this way? Is this a good way to do business, John? It's debatable because the the deals that other teams give that are reminiscent of what Bates wants, a lot of them, the players don't end up seeing the entire deal, but they have some security that they will see a certain portion of it because those salaries are guaranteed, whether it be injury or whatever. And that's just not something that the Bengals do. And traditionally, the Bengals hold on to their players. They don't use them as cap casualties. And that's kind of changed in recent years, and it will continue to change or see change this year when they cut Trey Waynes and maybe Trey Hopkins. So that whole philosophy is kind of going by the wayside, which is it's like a negotiation tactic, right? Like we don't offer you guaranteed salaries, but we offer you the security that you will see basically 100% of this deal. And I don't know if that still maintains with Jesse Bates. I know for a fact that when Joe Burrow gets eligible to be extended like they're gonna have to put that to the wayside because they can't afford to not have joe burrow like joe burrow is still in a different universe compared to jesse bates and that should tell you everything you need to know about joe burrow but i think jesse bates is like he was going to be the one th player where like if they changed for him then they've completely philosophically changed because they have to change for joe burrow they may not have to change for jesse bates right. John. We have all changed for Joe Burrow. I've said this before. Jesse Bates is the Joe Burrow of the defense. I mean, I know the different positions. Okay? Dude, that, that, that's, that's so that's such a so, like a so loose comparison. No, so lame. That's because, so lame. You're yeah, such a loser. Daddy. How, how many wins? Can I say that, Bridget? No, no, no. no, no seriously, I'm, I'm on, honestly, Daddy. Like Jesse Bates playoffs? was not. Jesse Bates Let's was not. Let's talk about the playoffs. Hold on. No, no, Daddy. Let me finish. Jesse Bates was not his, himself this year. The Bengals still won the division. How many wins did Joe Burrow add compared to Jesse Bates? I'm talking about the playoffs. In the playoffs, you could argue that he was as valuable as Joe Burrow. Sure. I mean, the defense. No, 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 no. That's no, categorically no, false. No, no, no. You cannot compare a safety to a, no. a franchise quarterback. You can't do it. John. Okay, look. You're going to do Burrow, it anyways. Joe Burrow, if he gets a deal, it's $50 million a year plus. Okay. Plus. And, 
And you're saying if he gets a $200 million, well, be more than 250, I don't know, $300 million a year uh, total deal, right? What, half of that's going to be guaranteed is what you're saying? Something like that. Okay. Whatever Jesse Bates deserves to get paid, 50 million, 60 million as a safety, okay? Why can't they pay him half of that? Why can't they treat him in terms of safeties with Joe Burrow is in terms of quarterbacks? I mean, there's no reason why they can't. I, I feel like they might be scared of setting precedent for non-quarterbacks, which is still just them being stuck in their ways. And I don't think it's necessarily going to change um, once Mike Brown is completely out of the picture. Like Katie Blackburn still has learned everything that she knows from growing up with Mike and also Paul, who was basically the same. I think Paul Brown would have been very interested or not interested at all in a free agency. I think he would have acted the same way that his son Mike did because, again, like everything that Mike learned, he learned from Paul. So this is just them still not adapting to the times, and this is the same thing with the Steelers. But the Steelers did actually do – they did change for T.J. Watt. And if that is a comparison to change for a non-quarterback, then maybe that is the case. But I, I still don't see the Bengals budging here, even though there's no reason why they shouldn't because there's nothing that's stopping them from guaranteeing those salaries in case of injury. They're still going to pay him – those salaries this is just like a verbal contract that i don't know why they wouldn't sign okay. now bridget, bridget well, yeah, i want to say bridget has said john's hear, yeah, talked a lot bridget as a man he feels like he's the only one who gets to talk but bridget deserves a voice too yeah john. no but bridget she's in hr she knows about deals and signing contracts i do yeah. i i mean i was interested though in the culture piece of Jesse Bates extension and I mean we all know right Mike Hilton extend Jesse Bates and you know the Twitter campaign and John I'm interested in you know what you think get, whether or not this sets precedent like what do you think this is do we all know here corporate wants us to have a strong organizational culture that's important to getting our results but like what do you think this is doing to the bengals culture do you think it's doing anything do you think it accelerates the momentum at all from this past year do you think it's maybe sticking the heels in the mud a little bit yeah potentially like i i feel as if the bengals feel like they have a good thing going and jesse bates is going to do what he can do to leverage his leverage right to use whatever negotiation tactics tactics that he has whether that be cryptic social media messages or you know unliking or unfollowing Bengals players and stuff like that to showcase that he's not satisfied with where negotiations are and i feel like the Bengals did did their part as well saying that you know we love jesse bates the person we've tried to get a deal done with him we're happy to have him for this year and, and just to see where the future holds so that's kind of them saying like we're not entirely committed to you going forth and it's just like the two sides going back and forth because they believe that the base and the core that they have right now is, is obviously championship caliber and they want Jesse to be a part of that I think they're kind of using that to say you know enough with, with whatever you have going on let's try to get a deal done we've offered you a fair offer come back to the table let's work something out but I think these two sides are going to keep going back back and forth until this gets up to the very end of the deadline and then once that hits and Jesse Bates either has to play on the tag or he holds out, then we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I don't think we're at the point yet where this is turning into some potential turmoil. I think at the end of the day, Bates is still getting paid like $13 million and that's completely upfront and everything. So like, it's not the complete end of the world for him, but it's obviously not ideal either. So we'll see where this goes. Well, I would say this. I know that the, the Bengals organization and Emily Parker 
and they, they have intelligence briefings about the show. They don't watch the show, but they know what we say on the show. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm going to say that re, if you don't resign Jesse Bates, that defense is not going to be the same. And maybe they have him this year, fine. But I think even having him on this year, one-year deal, I think it's going to do damage to the defense. Long-term, it's going to do damage. That guy in today's NFL, with our pass rush, with the pass rush, pass rush played admirably, okay? Trey Hendrickson was outstanding. But it's not the top-tier pass rush in terms of numbers, the numbers of people we have. Our linebackers are great. They're athletic. They're growing. You know, our corners are, they are. They really played really Fantastically, but I think what makes that work, and we saw it in the playoffs, is having Jesse Bates patrol. He, he strikes fear in opposing quarterbacks, which is why we had the advantage in those games. You know, you had Tannehill looked like terrible. You know, Derek Hill, uh, Derek Carr, you know, he, he had some, some really bad plays. Mahomes has never looked that bad. They had Jesse Bates back there the second half patrolling, intimidating. And even in the Super Bowl. I think that he made the critical play. So I, I, I'm going to say that right now. And, and I want to know from the fans, if you want me to make a, let's say, propagandistic video about re-signing Jesse Bates. We, some we call it a highlight tape, yeah. Highlight, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what they call the highlights. Uh, I, will, I will do that. For hey, We can minimize the propaganda usage, sure. Yes, yeah. yes, we can do the propaganda. And No, that's not, look, she said that. She said, oh, look, let us move on to the NFL Combine, okay? And, John, you had uh, a couple of people that you said the Bengals were looking at. One of them was a, a guard, the left guard, Zion Johnson from Boston College. And that they, they were impressed with him, is what I gathered from what you said. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, go ahead. No, oh, oh, I thought you had something else to say. I do, but I'll save it for after this. Yeah, so Zion Johnson was already entering the week, one of the top guards in the NFL draft coming out of Boston College. Had a really good week at the Senior Bowl, and then he tested really well. A lot of great testing performances for all positions, but especially offensive linemen, and he's really elevated himself into that conversation to be picked somewhere in the first round. He's a guy that has played, I think, mostly guard at Boston College, but he has experience snapping at center. He's practiced there at the Senior Bowl. They need athletes at the offensive line. And the quote that Frank Pollock said, you know, he wants glass eaters. I don't know why he wants guys ingesting glass. That doesn't seem very good I'm going to talk about that. System, but I'm going to talk about that. I think Zion Johnson is physically capable of at least consuming glass. We'll, we'll see if it gets past his esophagus and whatnot, but he has the physique to do that, and I think that they really value that. That's... Heck on the insurance premium, so no yeah. ideas. That is a lot of paperwork for Bridget if he does do that. But none of look, us are insured. Well, that's, <laughs> let's not get off topic here. It Side is International Women's Day. Don't make it about you, Hoji. Don't make it about okay. you. One cause okay. at a time. Look, there's another I went to guy. get a simple, simple procedure, plastic surgery procedure. Gave him my daddyo insurance card, and they raised yeah. the price more. It not only didn't cover, I had to pay more. They said with well, this card, we there charge more. Well, now, what's that about? Okay, look, John, there's also Daniel uh, Falala from Minnesota. He's a huge right tackle. He's actually Australian. 
and he was one of the top 50 athletes according to GQ Australia. He was discovered at the satellite camp of Jim Harbaugh. That's how he made it to the States. Fascinating guy. Very, very charismatic guy and a lot of, a lot of potential there. Big dude. Big dude. How big? How big we're, is he? We're talking six, eight. Hoji's weight with yeah. like the combined height of both of you. So, wow. yeah, about yeah. seven foot. I mean, if you want to talk about a guy that can eat a lot of glass, like I feel like the glass wouldn't really affect this dude's like internal organs and everything because he just has so much mass to go around. He engulfs defenders like he just erases them. And I feel like if they want a guy to just immediately start at right tackle, maybe he has issues in pass protection, right? Maybe he's not the, the lightest on his feet because he's carrying around all of that weight, but he erases guys in the run game. And if they want a guy that, that comes in immediately and gives them the boost there, yeah, this guy right here. How, how do we get him? I want him. How do we get this guy? <laughs> he might be available in the second round, but I think they might have to take him in the first. Wow. Do you think they will? What do you predict? Do you think they're going to go offensive lineman in the first? That's you very can't un- ask Bengals me for like. my prediction in early March. There's so much more to go. I okay. I can make a prediction that they're not going to go O line in the first. It's well, just not go. their style. It's not their style. They they they're going to go. They always go for the. Well, I mean, and, they, and, it, and and I think they proved to us that that's the right thing to do. Well, you I'll go tell for you big thing, impact. I'll tell you what they shouldn't do. I saw some people talking about them drafting a safety. And that upsets me because it suggests that, oh, they need to replace Jesse Pates. You know, the last time they tried to do that, when they were pushing Whitworth out the door, they drafted Cedric Obwehi and Jake Fisher. And we all know how that worked out. Well, in fairness, Von Bell is also one year left on his deal, too. All right. Maybe as strong as safety. But don't draft a free safety. I'll be very upset, Mike Brown. I will write that letter. Look, John, let's go on to Along the Lines. Because... This Lakin Tomlinson individual, he is a late bloomer, right? And he, he, he was in San Francisco. He had the Pro Bowl year last year, his best year, but he's 30 years old. What do you think? What do you think? One year wonder? Or is he trending upwards or what? I think he's about who he is at this point. So he was drafted by the Lions. He went to Kentucky, so he's kind of familiar with the Midwest, and he was drafted by Detroit. And I'm sorry, he didn't go to Kentucky. He went to Duke, a little bit more prestigious. Drafted by Detroit, and he actually played for a year under Brian Callahan, who was the quarterback's coach. So he was on the same offensive line that Riley Reef was on when Brian Callahan was with the Lions in 2016. He was traded to the San Francisco 49ers when they hired Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan runs a very wide zone centric offense so he's used to getting out of his stance and executing a lot of the same blocks that the Bengals want their offensive lineman to execute and for the past now five years he's been an above average guard and you didn't enter the league as like a plus athlete but there's not really a block that he can't make and he's played exclusively at left guard and he's very very agile to this day in pass protection he just turned 30 years old but i think he moves like a guy who's just came into the league and he carries like 320 330 pounds like it's nothing so if you want an all-around solid left guard like lakin tomlinson's probably your your guy and you're probably paying him for the next three years to play at an above average level and there's nothing in recent memory or recent years that indicates that he's going to be anything less than that 
it, so it John, could be I mean, John. It yeah. could be John a Benjamin Button kind of situation, and the problem with that would be that in twenty years he'll be a child, and we'd be in well, big trouble. Then he it's not a problem with the Bengals. Show. Yeah, he'll work for Russia. Yeah, but let me let me ask you something, John. Is he, you know, is he a hundred percent a starter? Because remember when we brought in Xavier Suafilo, and they were like, "Oh, this is an upgrade," because he, you know, he's better than the guards we have. But we want the guy who's a clear starter, who's going to, who's going to, obviously beat out the other, the other guys we've been rotating in there. Is that, is that what he is? So in the last three years, he was PFF's twenty-second ranked, eighth ranked, and thirteenth ranked guard. A little bit That's better good. than Xavier Suafilo. Yeah, he's a bona fide starter. Okay, good, good. Just want to make sure. All right. Well, look. Let us move on to the hojoscope. Because I know you have yeah. a lot to say there. Not a lot, but a little. I, I definitely want to talk about this uh, question that John has raised. So when Frank Pollack mentioned that um, he's looking for glass eaters, you know, at first I heard it as grass eaters. And I was like, yes, finally, a vegan offensive line, all vegan offensive line. You know, cows, bovines, they get very big. Great idea. But no, that's not. He said glass. What did he mean by glass eaters. And I started to do research about the phenomenon of human beings eating glass. It's a, uh, it's a disorder called pica, and there's different varieties of it. There's acuphagia, which is wanting to eat sharp objects, uh, which I think the glass would fall under that. Amylophagia, where you want to eat like uh, purified starch, uh, people eating burnt matches, that's catophrygia. Uh, dust, feces, vomit, uh, raw potatoes. Each of them has a it's earth. Uh, uh, oh no, glass uh, is a different one. And then wood, stones, metal, mucus, ice, lead, hair, wool, urine, blood. Uh, there's vampirism, uh, which is um, uh, hematophagia. Nice. So really, what is he saying? What is Frank Pollock saying? He's saying, look, he knows, and, and, and I know, that what usually causes these disorders is a, is a kind of different kinds of obsessive compulsive disorders and uh, and issues like that. But what he's saying is, it doesn't matter who you are. You belong on the Bengals. You might be eating glass. That's okay. You might have xylophagia. You might want to eat wood derivatives such as paper. You belong there. You might have urophagia. You might drink urine. Come on up. Come on down. You belong on this team. Maybe you ate ice. Hey, that's called pagophagia. Come on. We need you too. And we saw that in the Super Bowl, uh, uh, John, if you remember, with a certain man, and he's, he's what I want to focus on, Vernon Hargreaves III, my hero. Vernon Hargreaves III, if you remember, John, was the man who just at the right time came out in his socks and underwear and got the Bengals a 15-yard penalty. Now, what's the message that that sends to people? It says, hey, we're a bunch of guys that we, you belong here. This is your family. You might remember at the halftime when uh, our kicker, McPherson, Stayed out to watch the halftime show. Didn't even go in the locker room. Why? Because that's the kind of team this is. It's a family. You belong here. You come with all your problems. You want to drink blood? You want to drink urine? You want to eat glass? Welcome. And that's my team. That's what makes me proud to be a Bengals fan. Because I know that no matter what I eat, no matter what I wear, if I want to come out in my underwear and my socks, guess what? I still belong here. So I salute you, Bengals. I salute you, Frank Pollock, for being so open-minded. And that is that my horoscope. That is fantastic. Now, uh, speaking of uh, strange things to eat, I think, Hoji, you, you've been 
You've been using a lot of the athletic greens. Is that, I is have. That correct? Yeah. I have. I've been really uh, heavy on the athletic greens. That you. I don't know what you know about athletic greens. You know a lot about athletic I know greens because I want to tell us. you about it. Yeah. They do. They do. But they pay us in so much more than money. They pay me in vitamins and minerals that are grown in New Zealand. They pay me in the delicious scoop of green lusciousness that I put in my water. And, I, and my body absorbs 75 high-quality vitamin, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. And that, you know, what I've realized is that Athletic Greens is such a complete meal that even though it has almost no calories, I can live simply by eating Athletic Greens. I need no food. So for the past week, I have only been eating Athletic Greens. And I didn't think that was possible because it doesn't have any you know, it's not food. It doesn't have the calories. But I want to show the viewers. Come in. Can I have the solo shot? Look at my face. I'm glowing. I can see through walls now. I can literally see the future. I know how this show is going to end. I am invincible. Well. Okay. Did we... <laughs> we got a guy on him yeah oh i'm okay i'm back this is why we don't someone gave me someone gave me a piece of vegan cheese i'm okay i just needed a few okay. calories yeah just yeah. a couple of calories oh, but but but, but it's lifestyle friendly for all varieties of diets only one gram of sugar no chemicals artificial flavors reclaim your health and uh, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it do yeah. they have power bars M maybe maybe a little no, it's just one scoop in a cup grown in New Zealand. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Athleticgreens.com slash believe. Yes, well, if you... These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are intended to diagnose, not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Right. I mean, comment on Vernon Hargreaves is not evaluated by anyone either. I think that's the most love that poor guy's gotten in a long time. Oh, he he earns it. He's my hero. I, I would say this: if you take the athletic greens and you do pass out or you feel weak, you're lying on the couch, go ahead and turn on that NordVPN, and you can watch movies and shows in 59 countries. You can you can remotely control other people's computers, their their you know climate control systems, as John has told us. You can you have all sorts of powers, and uh, look, it is seventy percent off when you go to nordvpn.com/slash/believe b l e a v. You get the first month free, and you get a thirty day money back guarantee. And and someone so, I think has been using NordVPN to record us during this whole show because I hear the tapes running and I love it. I, we need to be monitored. Wait, that wasn't you. Well, no. Well, that that is a. Oh, look that into is, it. Well, that's a good thing. We have this next segment, by the way, which is uh, Bridget that you care. So we want to talk about Joe Burrow's hunger relief. And in preparation for the show, Bridget, by the way, I went to the website. Joe Bur I never do online grocery shopping, but I went there and I saw all the items I normally buy, you know, cans of tuna fish and crackers and all that, but the prices were a little high. So I looked and there was like a $500 option, $1,000 option, and you, you can't choose what you're buying. You just click to pay an amount. And, and I was very confused, so maybe you want to talk more about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting the sense Daddy, that maybe you've never donated 
before, so not. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here. So okay. um, the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund kicked off when Joe Burrow actually gave his Heisman speech. I think we all remember that. And that speech raised over $650,000 for this hunger relief fund, which is through the Foundation for Appalachian, Ohio. And it supports the Athens County Food Pantry. So we know Joe Burrow's from uh, Athens, Ohio, which is two-ish hours away from Cincinnati, and so far, uh, since Joe Burrow has been with the Bengals, the funds raised over $1.3 million, and fans are doing really cool things, like uh, donating $9, or in $9 increments, um, not just $9, but $90, $900 um, for Joe's jersey number. We also saw... Fans uh, donating in $31 increments when Bengals beat the Raiders uh, for that playoff drought. win and so um, in 2022 the fund's really trying to do more by providing other hunger relief grants to other local or regional uh, food pantries to really do more with hunger uh, hunger relief especially in the Appalachian region and in rural Ohio so that's um, that's our community segment and Dadia what, what do you think like you're not when you're How donating much you you're I'm just no it's it's very heartwarming. I'm just a little confused. So after these people donate this money, what do they get? Like do those okay. hungry no, people no, no, no. This owe is called service. This is going to be really years? hard. No, this is going to be really hard for you to get. But this is called how does, giving. How does how does the transaction work? It's not a transaction. It's called giving. Hold it's on. a You're a man explaining. Bridget, <laughs> can we mute him? Just please tell oh, him. Oh, doing a great yes. job. It, you Not get you're both the, mansplaining, but go ahead. <laughs> you get the feeling of knowing you've given and helped someone get a meal on their table or food in their kitchen cupboard. Okay, so this feeling, this feeling that you're talking about, is there a certificate? Is there, is there something that uh, invested? Like what I mean, or does that? Does I'm sure they give you a document you can okay. use on your taxes. Tax deductible. As a write off. I'm sure it's tax. Yeah, okay. I, I make no go. guarantees. I'm sure it's tax deductible. There we go. Okay. I don't think he's capable of comprehending that feelings don't carry any monetary value. Daddy, uh, can, Daddy, can we put you down for $999? Monetary, monetary values carry a lot of feelings, John. If that's what you're saying, it makes me feel great. And that, that is going to, this perfect segue, John, to the next part which is promotion and uh, look a lot of people are like hey I want to have the direct line and pay three dollars a month but I also want to give you money for nothing just for that feeling that we were talking about so you feel great and they can do that by going to patreon.com slash dh sports they can also join the google channel they just join. You can be a paid member. And we actually give them stuff back. We mention them on the show. We tell the stories. If you donate enough, we will draw a picture of you. We will, we will make a video for you. All this kind of stuff. You just have to give a lot of money for that. But that, is, that exists too. And uh, look. You have to subscribe, Don't forget to, subscribe. to the channel. Leave a comment. Put the alerts on. Yes. Let me know if you want to see the propaganda video. Yes. I think... I think are we going to have a parade and everything, Daddy? We, we, well, we'll have a parade if they sign Jesse Bates, yes. If they re-sign Jesse Bates before July, we will have a parade. 
and uh, please leave comments and if you're watching on the believe youtube channel this our youtube channel is dnh sports of course with the number one bengals podcast we are available all the scratch of uh, scratchy whatever john all the different podcast outlets leave a five star review there for dr oj dr jake smoji john cougar Madeline camp shirin and our hr representative i am daddy mctook We will see you next time. So long, sweetie. Sweetie, bye. Nice. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.